Welcome to my podcast, where the truth is upheld and my life's journeys are unveiled. Before we get into this episode, I'd like to ask, are you a follower yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Head on over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and follow this podcast. While you're at it, head over to TikTok, Advocate for Truth. Head over to YouTube, Advocate for Truth 82. Follow there as well. Come on, family. Let's do it. Mental health awareness. In America, we observe Mental Health Month in the month of May. Um, I did a social media post on TikTok about three weeks ago, and I challenged that mental health shouldn't just be honored by a month. This should be a daily task where each individual is examining their own mental health daily. Someone told me recently that they refuse to use the term mental health because words have power behind them. And so if they proclaimed that they had a mental health concern, it would bring power to the mental health concern and they would not want to do that. But the presentation of this person, the behaviors and the maladaptive ones thereof present with mental health concerns. So I took away from that, that the person rooted seemingly in pride was unwilling to verbally admit and seek help for mental health concerns that they may be facing, but they were willing to impose those behaviors on those around them. That's selfishness and it's denial and it's wrong. This is a pretty heavy episode, y'all. I'm calling this out for what it is. We all could use help in this area. Someone said that I'm sorry and a thank you is the best medicine that humankind could ever have. I do agree with that. I do agree with that because most of us um, were raised with the uh, moniker that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. We were raised with that rolling around in our head. That's that saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But words will hurt you. Words will hurt you. Sorry and thank you can help to either quelch a misunderstanding or it will help to encourage someone simply by a sorry and a thank you. I've decided that I am refusing to be an accessory to denial. If I'm speaking to someone and I begin to um, gather that the conversation is leaning towards a negative tenor because they are in denial of something and they're trying to talk their way out of being accountable for that thing, nine times out of 10, I am probably going to end the conversation pretty quickly. The reason for that is I truly believe that the Lord will not put more on us 
than we can bear. But we will put more on ourselves. And specifically in conversation with loved ones or friends or partners, spouses, children, we do that by playing God in their life. It's nothing wrong with having accountability. That is welcomed. It's necessary. But there is something wrong with feeling because you have relationship that you have to err on the side of passivity and not call things out for what they are. That's not helping anyone. It's not helping the other person. And it doesn't help for you, the listener, to build an integrity and character. It also will take away from your clarity in your own mental health because you've allowed someone else's pain, someone else's trauma, someone else's um, dealings with their own situation as they're unwrapping that present on you, you're left with the, the unwrapped present. They possibly are walking away feeling liberated, feeling lifted, like a weight has lifted off their shoulders. They didn't pass you a whole present. They passed you an unwrapped present, the mess that we all have to clean up after a birthday party or Christmas. It's not fair. I'm learning in life with the mental health initiative in mind of how to convey information in a way that I do not exhaust the listener. There's times and places for that, for sure. As you know, I am a huge proponent of mental health therapy. Everyone has a different view on what a therapist does and the role that they should play in your life. But for me, therapy serves as a space, as a sounding board. A sounding board that I'm able to talk at, quite possibly receive reciprocation, and walk away. And whatever room or whomever I'm speaking to, we have we don't have a friendship. We are not related by family. We do not work together. And hopefully we know no one um, the same. We don't have the same circle group. So I'm literally able to pour out whatever it is that I believe is needs to come out of my mouth. But I'm doing it in a space that's designed for me to let it out and walk away. I've really learned to value therapy for that reason. I don't seek it as a cure. I don't seek therapy as the end-all be-all to my growth and healing. I see it as an outlet. I see it as an outlet that allows me to build healthy friendships because I'm not using my friendships as sounding boards. I did that for years, not knowing any better. For years, I called and, and spoke to friends about my own problems for hours on end. And we go back and forth and up and down and round and round and round and round. But I never realized the weight that it takes on a friendship. As we get to know one another, we can share crib notes of life. We can talk and we can complain to one another about what's going on. But your friends can help you come to a true resolve. Even with your therapist, at the end, end of the day, the choice is yours. So if you believe in the Lord God, why not exhaust the ear of God? <laughs> why not take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there? Why not try that? 
Why not ask God to send you someone in the human flesh who is capable of listening, who is capable of giving you sound advice on whatever it is that you may be dealing with in the flesh that quite possibly is adding to or caused your mental health concern. I refuse to be an accessory to denial. There's no way that I can walk in truth and be an accessory to denial. And when that revelation came to me in this journey, I was like, Lord, I'm here. Like there wasn't no pushback. It's like, I'm here. I am really here. I'm at a place where I can receive your downloads, Lord. And as you tell me to speak, I can speak. And I don't have the worry of offense. I don't have the concern of allegiance. Because literally, it's just me and you, God. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Ooh, that just came to me like right now. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Sing with me, y'all. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. Come on, y'all. Let's do it. Oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. What? Big ups to you, God. That was a straight up. It just came to me like, boop. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. It doesn't mean that he won't use Someone in this life, someone on the horizontal, someone who walks on this earth, but your first stop is the Lord. Your first stop is to knock on the door of God. Knock and he shall answer. Seek and ye shall find, for the door shall be open unto you. I saw knock, knock. A lot of our mental health concerns, the root of it is sin. And if you don't know that, now you know. The root of all mental health concerns is sin, is sin. So when we look at it from that standpoint, we understand that this mental health thing roots from a sinful nature as a consequence of sin, way back in that from daddy and Adam, we are paying in many different forms and fashions for the sin from the fall of man. It's a consequence, right? 
So what we learn from our consequences in life, we learn how in a healthy mindset to both not repeat behaviors that caused us to have a consequence in the first place. And then we learn how to look at the consequence in perspective and see what can we, is there anything that could be reaped from this? And for my position, as I just naturally evaluate human behavior and the pros and cons of some of our human behavior, I see mental health as a blessing. If a person, I see, I see a mental health concern, excuse me, as a blessing, if someone were, be, were willing to be submitted to God, because God could use and God will use the person with a mental health concern to become self-aware and to be able to be used by God to speak to others about what the mental health concern is and how to live life and navigate through it. There's just so much in life that we could learn from the cons. A lot of the cons repeat themselves because they're not properly addressed. I'm an advocate for natural remedies, for natural approaches to sickness. And the reason is, how will I ever know what my body can endure if I don't allow myself to feel pain, to learn what my pain tolerance is, how will I ever know? That's how you become, that's how pill popping happens. You become dependent on the synthetic, but quite possibly God might've created you with the chemical components in your brain. If you learn how to navigate them, your end result may be similar or greater to that synthetic. Mental health awareness, y'all. If you know anyone who is um, struggling and you're not, please know that there are many men mental health concerns that are heavy, heavy, heavy. And not to be taken lightly. I do not undermine. I do not undermine the brain. And when the brain is not able to function in the way that it needs to function, <clears throat> Houston, we have a problem. And from a humanity standpoint, I believe that we can learn more sensitivity around how to even Befriend someone who's struggling in that way. How to do it. They say that stress is, is one of the world's biggest killers. But we, we stress every day. We stress to go to work. We stress to get on the road and drive. We stress to balance finances. We stress to navigate relationships. We stress in parenting efforts. We stress in... We stress in... So what's the solution? So if the busyness of life is a con, if one of the consequences is stress, it might mean that we need to slow down, right? 
If a person struggles with um, multiple personalities and those multiple personalities are triggered by certain events, then that would mean that that person would need to stay clear of those triggers, right? If someone experiences mood swings and the mood swings are predicated on anxiety, then that person may need to evaluate the situations and circumstances that cause them anxiety and lessen contact with those so that they don't present in the mood swing, right? Oh boy, I could go here forever in a day, y'all. Because A plus B does equal C if we actually look at it from that lens. If we look at it from a lens of seeking to find a solution. If we look at it from a lens of accountability and seeking to find a solution, I believe the solution is there. But denial is not the answer. Tucking your head in the sand is not the answer. It's not. I'm on a journey in life right now um, where I'm responsible for some of the causal effects of being on this journey. But initially, I refused to live in denial. I refused to be a partner in denial and I refused to disrespect myself and to lower my standard to one who is honestly okay with living in denial and deceiving others while living in denial. I believe that one of the worst consequences a person can be given in life is the person who knew, I believe it's, what is that, second degree murder, third degree degree murder, leave a comment, leave a voice note, correct me, I don't remember the exact second or third, or is it first degree, one of those degrees of murder, when someone commits it, it's premeditated, they knew, they knew what they was doing, they knew what they were going to do, they knew what they did, and they know that they're guilty. When someone is living in denial and they're aware that the denial is deceiving other people, but they continue to turn their head away from the denial, away from the cause, away from the action, away from the descriptive behavior, and they continue to pretend like nothing's wrong because they want to um, create a face for themselves. They want to create a flawed reality and they know that, oh boy, may God have grace and mercy on them. May God have mercy on them because they'll be fully responsible for the consequences, whatever that may be. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. As we approach a new week, We'll be all, we all will be faced with challenges. If your life is like mine, the Lord brings newness literally just about every day. But every week, every month, you really don't have a continuity of expectation because you're being used. And if God is the, is the potter and you're the clay, you don't really know what the workmanship looks like or what it's going to look like until it's done, right? But what we can do is take accountability for what we can take accountability for. 
That's our actions. That's our responses to people. Those are the things that we say and we don't say. Whoo, y'all don't know. Oh, my, my tongue is almost burning to give some concrete examples. But y'all know that on this podcast, it's never my aim to slander or to uncover people. That's where we go wrong. You can help people. You can give your testimony without giving specifics, without bringing um, the morality of people, their, the morale of people down, without attacking a person's character. Because oftentimes when we do that, we're operating out of emotions and our emotions are fueled by the condition of our heart and our heart is wicked and deceitful. No one can know it based on the scripture. So that conversation could go anywhere. But I will say that when it comes to um, living in denial, my greatest struggle in this, this walk that I'm on right now is, Lord, did I respond? Did I not respond? Or was I not willing to partake of this out of my fleshly desire, out of my own selfishness to um, preserve my peace? Or is this what you would have me to do at this time, realizing that each man and woman must take accountability for themselves and it's not for the sake of someone else that they mature, that that they... um, bring closure or revelation to a concern. It's their concern. I'm always asking God, is it me or is it you? Is it me or is it you? Lord, today I might be faced with the same circumstance that I was faced with yesterday, but help me to execute it in a way that brings even more glory to you or just brings glory to you, period. If I didn't do it right yesterday, Lord, how should I do it today? I'm constantly asking the Lord. That helps to balance out my mental health. Because like Paul, like Moses, like Abraham, like the warriors uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the Bible, there is a lot of responsibility when you know that God's calling you to do something. You know you're on a journey that is not your own. You know that God called you out of your land. You know, like Noah, that God told you it's going to rain. And you're saying to yourself, I've never seen rain. What is rain? But I must build this vessel called an ark. I don't even know. We've never had anything this massive to be built. So I have to depend on God's blueprint to do it. And people around me who are human beings just like me, who grew up with me, who used to be my homeboys and homegirls and aunties and 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 and, and cousins, they're looking at me like I, I'm gone mad. They don't understand the isolation. Oh, he thinks he's too good. Oh, he's got a revelation from God. Until. That's a big weight. Though the scriptures do not go into depths, on the mental health of Noah, on the mental state of Noah. If you believe that Noah was a man, just like there are men today, if you believe that his wife was a woman, just like there are women today, and if you believe that his children were offspring who had their own personalities in their minds and were of age to have their own spouses so they had seen their father Enough in their life to know that this shift was a huge paradigm to his thinking before. You've got to know that that's a weight. 
But obedience is better than sacrifice. Obey. Obey. A great pill of mental health uh, comfort is obedience. It is obedience. And the first step to that is to surrender. God, X, Y, and Z is going on in my mind. That's the first step to not live in denial, but to surrender to God and lay that thing down. Lest you be in danger of making an idol of it because it's your mental illness. That's your pain. That's your sorrow. That's your unequilibrated mood swing. That's you. That belongs to you. Don't speak to me about it. Don't tell me about myself. That's me. That's my concern. Oh, no. Now we're going into denial. And we're going into rebellion. That nature of sin, it digs us down into such a deep hole. It digs us down into such a deep hole, like a mud hole. Surrender. Surrender, y'all. Whoever's listening to me, I don't care if you are just literally dealing with stress or if you are dealing with complex post-traumatic stress disorder. There's a God who created you. And whether you were born with with an unbalance in your brain or something happened to you in your life that reset the trajectory your mental health trajectory for the rest of your life, I want you to know I want you to know that the hope in Christ, the hope in Christ, if it doesn't set you free from the mental illness, it will set you free from the chains of thinking that you have to hold it on your own. God has allowed for a myriad of means to connect to in this day and time, in 2023, where you don't have to walk alone. You don't. And if you're someone who prefers privacy, one-on-one counseling is available. Resources are available. If you're a working person and you cannot afford it, your greatest um, outlet will probably be a faith-based ministry meeting at some point in time in the week. And once you go and attend those types of meetings, you meet people who meet people who may know someone who has a practice and will see other people in faith and will see you as a client for X amount of sessions on a sliding scale and they may give you a blank amount to pay. If you cannot afford it at all, if you cannot afford mental health um, therapy or mental health coaching, if you cannot afford it at all, I challenge you, if you have a desire to go online and type in mental health therapy for free, type in mental health therapy at low cost, type in Christian therapy at low or no cost. Take the effort. Take the effort, not just for you. Take the effort for those around you. Because if you know that you're struggling and you ref- you have to be aware to be struggling. So I'll say, if you know that there is a mental health concern, 
that's present within you and you're in denial and you're refusing to deal with it, there is somebody who is suffering because of it. It doesn't have to be someone that you're speaking to. It could be someone that you're not speaking to or they quite possibly are not speaking to you because you refuse to deal with the imminent concern of mental health that's looming over you and you are the one, you are the one that has the executive order to do that for yourself. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming that you're an adult over 18 years old. You have the responsibility to seek out that solution, to seek out the solution for yourself. Just know that I am in this battle with y'all. Boy, if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, you would know that every single episode applies to me as it does to whomever it is that is listening to my voice. And I take accountability for what I need to do to seek and make sure that while on this journey of faith, I am also paying attention to this human vessel, which God has allowed me to live in on alone. And make sure that I'm taking care of myself. The checks and balances are right aligned so that I can be the best witness and the best vessel to be used in this season for whatever it is that the Lord God would have me to be used for. And I challenge you to do the same. If you know someone who's living in denial, do you know the greatest, the greatest support that you could be to them? Show them how you're healing. Let them see your light. There does come a time where words fall deaf on those whose hearts are hard. Woo! Thank you for taking out the time to listen to this episode. Don't forget to follow me, leave a comment, drop a question, then head on over to TikTok and follow my page at Advocate for Truth. Then go on over to YouTube and follow me at Advocate for Truth 82. Peace.